Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined by the living seas from our good buddy, John. You swimming with Nemo? Pull up a, what, a bucket? A boat? A turtle. Pull up a boat. A turtle. Yeah, there you yeah. go, a turtle shell. There you uh, go. How you doing, Johnny? All right, sitting out, outside the living seas looking at uh, Spaceship Earth. Actually, a little bit of a dry day today, so it's still warm out here, but uh, anytime that humidity can drop below 80% in Florida, we call it nice, so... Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, we're actually we're actually in a good little run right here right now. We're in the uh, low 70s with like one day we had humidity, but we're in like the low 70s with no humidity. If you follow me, which is very nice. Very so, very nice. So, anywho, how's uh, bus life treating you, John? Well, you know, I, I've got a, a a new thing for you, Doug. We're gonna call it Tales from the Road. Oh. Tales from the Road. So my uh, my first story this week. I won't have one every week, but every, occasionally I'll bust out with a, a good story for you. So uh, my story this week is I'm leaving Pop Century on the way to uh, Animal Kingdom, and uh, you know I'm heading to Animal Kingdom, so I like to point out any wildlife I may see on the way. You know, since I, I figure these folks are probably interested in wildlife since they're going to Animal Kingdom. And as we talked before, uh, ever since the uh, pandemic, uh, Disney has had an explosion in population of animals. And deers uh, you know, especially. Yeah, deer are crazy out here. Uh, but a lot of turkeys, a lot of, uh, lot of, of course, the smaller critters, possums, raccoons, all that type of stuff. And occasionally some really cool birds like uh, great blue heron, uh, osprey, and stuff like that. Well, we're leaving uh, Pop Century. I look over to the left, and it's a bald eagle coming in for a landing. Oh, and so, awesome! I, you know, I'm, hey folks, take a look. The 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 proud, noble uh, uh, symbol of our proud of our great country right there coming in for a, a landing. A bald eagle, and it was a full-grown bald eagle, just, uh, you know, big, majestic. Unfortunately, uh, not only are bald eagles uh, birds of prey, they're also carrion eaters. So, hey, folks, uh, take a look. Oh, what's he? Well, he's he's kind of hanging out with that group of turkey vultures. Oh, 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 he's ripping the guts out of that dead <laughs> possum. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you caught it a little too soon, John. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, well, you yeah, know, I tried. He has, he got to eat. Yeah, yeah, man's got to eat. So. Yeah, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, I love. Uh, we have them around here every once in a while, and it's, it's, it just they have a majestic about them that no other bird has. I think them and then the falcon. Those two birds yeah. have something about them that are pretty. Uh, you just they just stand out. They just you know there's something special about them when you see them. I, I would almost say haughty. You yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah, they, uh, they really, I mean, uh, and they, uh, deservedly so, but man, they, they act like their uh, food doesn't stink. So yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, they have that look in their eye. Too, yep. so, yeah. yeah. They got the Tom Brady luck. 
<laughs> no, uh, what we used to, uh, what used to happen to me occasionally, not often, but about once a year when I drove in Tampa and I'd go across the uh, Courtney Campbell Causeway, which is a long uh, bridge type thing that goes yeah. across the bay. Yeah, the uh, bridge that I was, I've been on the off the air with you on the phone and. John's language isn't as nice as it is on the air here when he's driving across that bridge, especially yeah. when the snowbirds are down there. Yeah, it's a lot less stress nowadays, I'll yeah. tell you. But uh, uh, you'd see the osprey pick up uh, uh, a fish out of the uh, ocean and, and fly up to the uh, light pole and start to eat on it. And occasionally one would slip and land right on your truck. Oh, jeez, so. <laughs> that's not good, John. Yeah, that's a little yeah. freaky to have a... Uh, flying fish, but anyway. So. Yeah, no, that's pretty cool that you got to see an, Amer- an American Eagle because you don't get to see them at the Animal Kingdom. Nobody goes to that show as much at the Animal Kingdom. More people probably seen that one you showed than at the Animal Kingdom that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still like the show just because of the birds themselves. You know, I like the old show better, but, you know. Yeah, I like Wano Joe. And, I, and, and it's not the, the characters. I mean, I, obviously, we really like uh, Up, yeah. uh, really like Doug and Russell yes. and the whole bit, but it just it didn't format well. So No. And, well, we'll go right into another show real quick, John. Did you see the new Kite Show yet? No. No, I haven't had a chance to check it out. Uh, it, it, Disney Kite Tales. I'll, let me put it this way. Because I got some grief, too, about uh, not liking the new shows. <laughs> I don't really? Yeah, I, I some grief, yes, but it's all good. I'm fine with it. I, I believe what I believe, and I I don't hate either of the new shows, but neither of like they're they ain't doing nothing for me. If you, it's like, okay, I'll put it this way: like I'm watching in the background right now, the Atlanta Falcons are playing the New York Jets, right? I'm enjoying the game, but I have no. It, it isn't like pulling at my heartstrings. Like I'll enjoy <laughs> the two shows when I go there, John, but it isn't going to be like wishes or. Uh, or Illuminations for me. I mean, Illuminations, it, it was like my Eagles, if you understand what I'm saying. I felt every bit of that show. I'm not saying I hate it, so don't take it that way. And I'm not, I could I could trash Disney on 70,000 other things besides these two new shows. I don't like them, but I, 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 it's okay. I'm not mad at them for it. I'm mad that I, I, I'm sad, but I'm not mad. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, even you said that, that this, it certainly wasn't for lack of uh, funds because uh, that, that's, Stuff cost a lot of money to to implement, so Absolutely. it wasn't like they cheap cheaped out. I mean, maybe no. just and and again, Doug, it's the it, uh, I said it last week. You know, you may go there with your wife or something and see it, and and it may hit you. You know, I mean, maybe. So uh, unless she proposes to me again or something, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, something like that would have to happen. I'm there with my godson or something. He propose. You know, a family something maybe happens. Yeah, maybe, but yeah, yeah. it just. The music doesn't. I like the songs, John, but I just don't. Did you see it yet? No, no, I haven't watched them yet. If you get a chance, just watch it because everybody considers you more uh, down the middle than me for some reason, which I think I'm really down the middle. But anyway, it just doesn't. It's just a hodgepodge to me. I, I like almost everything that's in it, but I don't. It, I don't think it's put. I don't like the way it think goes together. If you understand what I'm saying, it just. I don't know. But anywho. Well, yeah. Illuminations told a story. Yes. And so I think we missed that out of the new shows. So. Yes. It just isn't cohesive to me. That's all. But the new flight, the Kite Tail show. Now, let me preface it. It started off where I was like, eh, not so. It's okay. I mean, I liked it a little more as it went to go. It's a bunch of – the guys are on jet skis actually making kites fly, which it kind of reminds me of Light Motors Action meets Finding Nemo. John. Okay. All right. On uh, water. Yeah. Yeah. It has the jet skis. There's a pontoon boat comes out with the band playing, which is okay. I mean, the way they did the pontoon boat, eh, it's, eh, I don't know. I, it did just threw blankets over the side of it to kind of decorate it, John. But anyhow, then you have like Nemo characters coming out on sticks where the cast members, and they're working really hard, but it's okay. And then the jet skis come out and pull the kites around, which is pretty cool. And then some of your Disney favorite songs are playing. And let me preference this by saying, it's free. It's something they gave us. I'm happy about it. I don't know if I'd see it more than once. And I and if I did, it would have to be like during... Uh, Maybe a month or two from now when it starts to get really cool. Because I could not see me sitting multiple trips to sit out and watch this. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I can't imagine sitting in the sun. To, I mean, I haven't seen it yet, so but but still, that stadium is very very warm during the afternoon. That's for sure. Exactly. So, but it's a nice. It, the kids will love it, John. It's it's entertainment. It's Disney entertainment. I'm not mad at them because they needed to put something in there. At least they did. I don't think they went to the to the nines as they say to make it a wonderful show, but they did something there. So. It's, I think kids will enjoy it, John, and that's really all that matters. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So check that out, too, when you get a chance. Uh, I want to say, did you see our games this week? Did you see how close of a game I had against our buddy Evan? Uh, Yeah, that came down to the wire, didn't it? Dude, that was so close. It was crazy. He, he ended up – I ended up beating him 151.68 to 150. Point oh two. <laughs> it was a crazy game. I feel bad for Evan because he's scoring a lot of points, and he's one in three. And you know how that works sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's a defending champion too. So. Yes. Sean Duffy won over Duckburg Ducks. He beat our friend Milford. Uh, Polly Dolwips, our buddy Pat, won again. Boo. He beat one one twenty three to one fifteen over your poor son. Your son beat me, though, so it's his one win. He can hang his hat on that, John. There you go. There you go. He was very proud of that. Yeah, he he should be. He kicked my butt. Uh, Judith Lee lost to Monorail Bob. I'm sure she's happy about that. They live close enough to each other where she can give him what for, don't they? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, our buddy Tommy, he's 4-0. and 4-0, and the Boma Bombers. Yeah, look at him Bombers go. And he beat you. I didn't even realize that. 132 to 110. Uh, our buddy Bangers and Mashes are having a pretty good season. Mr. Watts, he won 136 to 115 over Mr. Hamilton, O-Town. And Sorcerer Mickey's Aaron, Ry- Aaron Ryan went down to the, your beautiful wife, Lisa. Lisa's having a good year at 3-1. She's beat him 137 to 112. So Yeah, yeah, she's doing all right. She, yeah. She's the best in the Peters household, that's for sure. So. Yeah, I had two of those games last week, John. In my other league, I won by less than a point two. Oof. Like one twenty three to one twenty two or something against my buddy Joe. It was it was two crazy games, man. But I'm telling you. But anywho, um, now now let's get into some of the negative that I've gotten posted online. And I know where you know where I'm going with this. Where do you think I'm going with this? Yeah. Uh. I don't know. I, I, I really don't. So well, what's what's negative this week? Uh, uh, Evan and a few other people been texting me. Uh, they're not happy about the lightning lane prices, John. Well, I can't imagine anybody. Do, well, I mean, uh, I, 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 I don't know. It, it's to be expected, I would think. So. Well, he, his whole point was he actually texted me. He was PO'd. He goes, the Disney Genie is a ripoff. Just think about it. Two rides per park per family of four is about $80 per day. Times four parks, an extra 320 for four days. On top of tickets, which have gone up again, which could be the highest in the country, and ridiculous resort right prices. I won't even get into that. I mean, and, I, and he's like the tip of the iceberg. I've gotten multiple, and I met... A beautiful young couple that's headed down to Disney World in January to get married. They're a young couple. I met them in Target. I was wearing my Haunted Mansion t-shirt. And the girl goes, my husband, my my fiancé loves the Haunted Mansion. It's his favorite ride. And we started talking about Disney. And we were, he brought, they, we were talking about that. And he goes, and we were talking about Ratatouille because me and Brenda have already discussed it. Where Ratatouille is going to be $9, John, to get on it. To ride it for me and Brenda after paying 120 some dollars for a park ticket, which that's fair. And uh, Brenda's like, I don't want to do it, but I'm pro- I probably would have to if, the- if it's a bad major crowds because I want to see it. And I told her, I said, I really don't want to do it out of my principle. And the guy there said the same thing. He goes, they're probably going to make us do it. But he goes, now that I'm, I'm thinking about it, as long as we do it, they're never going to stop it. It'll end up. They might as well just charge you $100 to get in and then make you bid on every ride and just call it a day. They should just charge you 100 whatever just for the privilege to walk in, and you shouldn't be around on a single ride and then just charge you per ride. That's what I think. And if they go to it, it's, 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 uh, I guess it's, it, it's, it's, uh, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. Is that the way we should think about it? 
you know, I'm not going to spend money on it. I'll, I'll wait in line. So, I mean, that, 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 it is what it is. If I don't get a ride, it, I, I don't get a ride. It. I mean, so, yeah. that, yeah. uh, it's not that big of a deal to me, <laughs> honestly. So. Well, it ain't to you, John, because you basically live there. But somebody going down once a year, they already spent $5,000 to go on their trip to take their family. And then they get there and have to pay more. That's where the problem lies. Well, you don't have to. Nobody is making you do this. Okay, so, okay, okay, I, I'll agree with that logic. So, I'm sitting there with my godson, Jimmy, and he's outside, and his favorite ride is ratted or frozen or whatever, and he starts bawling his eyes out because he wants to go on, and we don't, we don't feel like waiting two hours and 40 minutes to do, we'll say Rise of the Resistance. So, Uncle Doug, you can either pay an extra 60 bucks and go on it, or you can watch your child cry because you're telling me that won't happen? Okay, uh, Doug. You know what? There's there's children standing outside those gates that can't go to Disney. Yeah, well, so well, I mean, I you know, hear you. I mean, you're right. It's 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 all a relative experience. I mean, uh, it, maybe this is a, a valuable teaching experience where you tell your son, you know, uh, maybe you should just be happy you're at Walt Disney World. You know, you're actually in the park having a good time instead of uh, outside. So, well, these are all the rides that are Lightning Lane now, Johnny. Magic Kingdom. Uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and Space Mountain. Uh, they're individual Lightning Lane selections. And then Disney Genie Plus Lightning Lane selections. Uh, Presley don't like the, the problem either with all this. <laughs> he's not happy. He's not happy. No, nah, he's Lightning he's, Lane either, is Yes, he's yelling about it. Tell him, Daddy. And then... <laughs> <laughs> you got your own cheering section. Yes, I do. Quiet over there in the peanut gallery. That's my boy. Uh, we got Seven Doors Mine Train and Space Mountain, which are Lightning Lane selections, individual Lightning Lane. And then Disney Genie Plus is Lightning Lane selections, Big Thunder, Buzz Lightyear, Dumbo, Haunted Mansion, It's a Small World, Jungle Cruise, Mad Tea Party, Fill Her Magic, Monster Inc., Peter Pan Flight, Pirates of the Caribbean, Splash Mountain, Barnstormer, Magic Carpets of Aladdin, Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Speedway, and Under the Seas. Is there a ride that isn't included, John? It doesn't sound like it. No. And it says, Disney Genie Plus Lightning Lane Selection. You can just select the arrival window for Lightning Lane entrances that are available at more than 40 attractions and entertainment across all four theme parks. One at a time throughout a day for $15 per day per ticket. So, you got to pay to be able to do any Lightning Lane at all, $15. And then, if you want to do Seven Dwarfs or Space Mountain, you pay extra on top of that. That's fair. Lightning Lane entries will be available for purchase individually. Guests may purchase any selection, any arrival window, one at a time for up to two attractions a day. This option will be available for for all guests, with or without Disney Genie Plus services. That's awesome. Individual Lightning Lane selections at Epcot are... Frozen and Remy, which we knew that, right? And then Disney Pixar short films. John, you think you need a? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, now this is where this that's is the, a joke. the same stuff they had the the fake uh, fast passes. You mm. do not need uh, selections like that. I mean, come on, that's just silly. Uh, none of these you do really. The only one no. it would be is Test Track, may and Soren maybe, but yeah, maybe the, those two. But the, other than that, and of course, uh, you know what's going to be added, I imagine, to the charged one. Of course, would be uh, oh, uh, Guardians uh, of the Galaxy. That's yeah, going to be absolutely. That's going to be when that opens up and Tron. That's when the prices go up. Yeah, well, they'll probably be thirty-five, forty dollars piece. So if that, you know, blood transfusion too. <laughs> you're, you're getting on it. Can we can we take a kidney, please? Yes. Uh, Living with the land, <laughs> Mission Space, Green and Orange, Soren, Spaceship Earth, Test Track, The Seas with Nemo, and Turtle Talk with Crush. Why not any of the movies? Like, why wouldn't they put the movies? <laughs> I mean, uh, well, I don't know. The drums came back in Japan, so why not uh, just add them to it? So uh, the American Adventure. Of... <laughs> uh, the American Adventure, Voices of Liberty, Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood Studios. Can you guess the two there, John? Uh, let's go with Guardians or Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Rise of the Resistance, and I guess Smuggler's Run. No, believe oh, it or okay. not, it's Mini Minis Run, Mickey Minis Runaway oh, okay. Railway, and Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance. Not even yes. Slinky Dog. Uh, you got early in the Disney Plus Lightning Lane selections is Alien Swirling Saucers, Beauty and the Beast, Disney Junior. 
for the first time in forever. Sing along. Indiana Jones epic stunt spectacular returning December 19th, John. Like, why would you need anything to get in there, John? You want to, I mean, really. Any show, Doug, any show. Even even as popular as Festival of the Lion King was, there was no need for a fast pass for it. No. Millennium Falcon, Muppets Vision 3D, Rock and Roller Coaster, Slinky Dog, Star Tours, Tower of Terror, and Toy Story Midway Mania. What do you think the two are at, 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 uh, at Animal Kingdom? No, it has to be Flight of Passage and, I guess, Expedition Everest, maybe. Yep, yep. Although, and I mean, both of those, it, it, I don't know, uh, certainly uh, uh, Flight of Passage, the queue could get a little too long, uh, you know. I mean, anything over 60 minutes is going to get pe- tedious. But if I had to wait, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes for uh, uh, Expedition Everest, I'm okay with that. I found that queue fascinating. So Yeah, absolutely. And it's not only Expedition Everest, Sean. It's Expedition Everest, Legend of the Forbidden Mountain. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Encounter with the Yeti. Yes. Uh, celebrations of the Lion King, Dinosaur, Feather Friends of Flight. Yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to camp out for that one. I'm going to bring my tent with me. Uh, it's tough to be a bug. Cali River Rapids, Kilimanjaro Safari, Navi River Journey, and Ana- the animation experience. So, but anywho, you got to, uh, this lightning lane is a bugaboo, dude. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of it either. I dude I talked to these this young couple and it's like and they we were talking to them I said if you listen to the last few episodes you're gonna think I'm a grumpy old man but I really love it they go we can tell how much you love it just by the passion you're talking you know the way we're you're talking about the part because I talked to them for about 15 minutes and they're all excited about going down and all but I was telling them I said me and my partner on the show my better looking other half on the show Johnny I said uh and I said you can you imagine how good-looking he is? Because I'm named Captain Handsome. Imagine how incredibly good-looking Johnny is. But anyway, I said we were discussing about they need to do away with uh, the Fast Pass altogether. And they were down there this within the past few months. And they didn't have any Fast Pass, they were saying. And they were saying how the lines move, were moving. They, they said we were right. I said the lines move better without Fast Pass. Fast Fast Pass should be gone if they want the parks, the rides to move faster. I think it would move faster in a whole if there was no such thing as Lightning Lane or Fast Pass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've told you the experience on Pirates of the Caribbean uh, where they, they actually didn't have Fast Pass for a while and the line never got above 35 minutes. So, I mean, it, 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 it is for the most part. You know, there's, I'm sure there's other queues and stuff, but that merge point is just like an uh, entrance ramp onto the interstate. You know, there can be no traffic whatsoever, but if you have other cars getting on, there's gonna, they're going to cause exactly. uh, backups. And so that merge point in any queue is, is the fat, where the fast fat line comes into the standby line. It's a, it becomes a problem. So. Yeah, it's it's it, the the point is it it it, it doesn't matter. I was saying to them, I explained it the same way. I said it's kind of like you'll have three lines sometimes. It used to be like it. Uh, I use rock and roller coaster. You'd have fast pass, you'd have single rider, and you'd have the regular line. And it's constantly stopping and starting because the cast members have to keep pulling people. And then people are even getting impatient sometimes. I've even heard people on Fast Pass lines complain because they ain't taking them fast enough from that line. And I've known you've heard the uh, people guests saying that to you when you were working on Pirates. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a, a ride like Pirates of the Caribbean, we tried to keep that uh, Fast Pass line down, though. Uh, we would practically stop the standby line and let almost everybody go through the Fast Pass uh, just to keep it flowing because, you know, if you, if you work hard enough to get a fast pass for it, you deserve not to have to wait long. So, yeah. I mean, that was my my uh, uh, thought process anyway, especially pirates. Um, but, you know, I, I, I you, you said that and I remembered uh, waiting in line for uh, Rock and Roller Coaster one time with my son. We waited, we waited, we waited because we wanted to ride, you know, next to each other. So we didn't do the single rider. Um, but we got up there and there was a, a young uh, couple a girl, uh, uh, a kid and his girlfriend, and I could hear him telling. They were in the single rider line, and I could uh, hear him telling her, "Yeah, when we get up there, we'll just tell them we want to ride together, and they'll let us do it." And I'm mm. giggling and laughing to myself. No, they're not. No, they're not. Mm. They got up there, 
and he had told her that the entire time they got up there and they got separated. And Good. She went, I'm never riding anything with you again. <laughs> Good. Hopefully she broke up with the idiot for trying uh, to break the she rules. Got yeah, you got yours. So. Yep. Yep. Don't don't let us ride together. No, they won't. What do you think single rider means, dumbass? So. Ah, uh, well, continue this individual attractions person. Like this is how it works. It's fifteen dollars. You get the two selections. But you could do the individual purchases will vary by date, attraction, and park. For example, the Lightning Lane entrance for Remy Ratatouille Adventure will be $9 on October 19th and $11 per person on October 23rd. So does what, the, does the electric bill go up then, John? Like, they're the, the, I mean, I know you can't admit, so this is all Doug's thoughts. But this is the things that I talk about when I'm... When I'm, I'm booking a trip for my guest, and I'm sitting there, John, could you imagine sitting there booking the trip, and you go to the father? Well, you, okay, you're going to be there from the 19th to the 25th. So if you guys are at Epcot on the 19th, and you want to do, you can get on there for $9. But if you go on the 23rd, it's going to cost you 11 Now, what's he going to ask me? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think... Uh, it, in that mindset, I would just tell him 11 every day, and if he saved $2, then you'd be happy. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is, John, and this is what happens, and I've had it happen. It's the same thing with even being in construction. If you tell that person 11, and then they get there, and it's 9, when they get home, they're writing you a letter or calling you going, you lied to me. It was $9. <laughs> I could have saved 8 bucks if me and the girls would have gone two days earlier. John, I'm not even kidding you. But, but this is the point. It's like... Why did they got it? Like, why do they have to nickel and dime you that bad on two days, John? I mean, it's ridiculous. And I know you can't say it is, but it's it is ridiculous. That just sounds like a giant headache to try to plan your trip now. Exactly, uh, and it's a giant, and it's and it's like a smack in the face. It's like we'll get two more dollars out of you. It's like you're already getting nine out of me. Well, just make it eleven then, so I don't have this problem. I know you are greedy bastards, so just make it eleven. Just uh, make it 10 and, and even it out across the board. You call it a day. As another example on both those dates, Lightning Lane entrance to Expedition Everest, Legend of the Forbidden Mountain, will be $7 per person, while Star Wars Rise of the Resistance will remain at $15 per person. Throughout the year, prices... <laughs> Did a lot of this. This might have been the funniest thing I ever read. Throughout the year, prices may lower on some days and higher on... I don't see lower, John. I don't see anything dropping below the numbers they've already posted. That one random day in the middle of February when nobody's here. Yeah. This option may be purchased at up to two different attractions each day. The line of attractions that will offer paid Lightning Lane access via individual attraction purchases are not part of the Genie Plus is as follows. So we already read off everything, but I just wanted to put that out there. So if you guys want to spend more money per day, I mean, John, you're going to go minimum. You know, it's 15 a day. What if you're there a week? You know, that's. Yeah. Yeah. And get and, and, out of control. And the other argument is, is everybody's heard over the years about fast pass and this and that. Like when you book and this is why I get angry again, because it don't affect me, John. This is what this is what everybody thinks that I'm being the big bad butthead because it it don't affect me because like you I go so much yeah we'll do Ratatouille but I really don't care about getting on anything else to be quite honest with you I I just enjoy eating and hanging out there right yep but yep. when I book a trip and I tell the person you're going for the week and oh oh yeah your tickets are going to be uh. Uh, you got a uh, park hopper. You got everything else. Oh, I got everything. Oh, no. You got to buy Lightning Pass at Lightning Lane if you want to go on things. Like, oh, I can't get on Rise of Resistance with these tickets? Yeah, you can, but you you might have to wait three days to get <laughs> You understand? On top of all, $3,000. for you know, It just, that's where the aggravation comes in, John. It's not me. It's it's booking trips. It, it's real. If, if, if you realized how much crap there is right now with this nickel and diamond, it, it's insane. It, there's not one thing right now that you can book without there being an add-on. The only thing I could say, Doug, and, and we'll compare it to Universal, because um, Universal's had a, a pay per uh, uh, queue for a long, long time, for probably at least 10 years. And part, uh, some of their hotels, some of their upper crust hotels, their deluxe resorts, are, it's included. And then other times you can just add it on. I think it's like $85 a day or something like that. And you get one experience per, per ride. Um, but because it is expensive, 
there's not many people that do it. Honestly, I've waited for Forbidden Journey and I've waited for Escape from Gringotts, two of the most popular attractions at Universal Studios. And I don't remember the line being extended for maybe an extra two or three minutes because of people coming through with their, their version of this. Um, it's very expensive there and only people who really only have limited time pay for it. Other than that, everybody waits in line and effectively gets rid of the Fast Pass queue. So if this does become extremely expensive and people don't buy it, so much the better, you know? I mean, it, it'll be fine for us. It'll be basically just like not having Fast Passes. So. Yeah, well, I hope nobody does. I hope somebody finally makes a stand. I don't see it happening, John, truly. I don't see it hap- happening over the next couple months. But when I do it'll- see it happening, after this celebration slows down, I could see it. I could see it biting them in the rear end. I really can because I have never heard, and I got, we have a big group of Disney friends. Am I wrong? I have oh, always yeah, been the, I have always been the Pied Piper for the, the, when I don't agree with something. I don't even, Brenda will even tell you, my phone is blowing up from all my friends that are Disney nuts about all this stuff constantly i'm getting sent articles now john I, it's like I, I sometimes i want to turn my phone off because i'm getting it so much and these yeah. are from the loyalists like we are if you follow me yeah well, like i said i mean the only the, the only way it's not gonna hang around is for people to not do it or or i mean it would be and i see people okay so uh family of four is coming down for their vacation and they're staying at pop century honestly doug i don't see them investing in this Okay, so then the couple that's been married for 30 years celebrating their uh, 30th anniversary, uh, staying at the Grand Floridian, but only here for a day and a half and want to make sure that they ride their uh, seven rides that they love and that they adore and that they remember riding when they were a young married couple, they're going to pay for it. That's who I see doing it. You know, the people that have the, uh, the extra income and stuff like that that are only here for a limited time. I don't see the families doing it. It just get way too expensive, so I don't think there's going to be a an extended amount of people waiting for it. I think everybody's going to basically be in the standby line, which effectively gets rid of fast pass. I yeah. think positive. Yeah. The Pam Fosters will pay for it. Well, yeah, well, she won't, she doesn't pay for anything. What are you talking about? Yeah. And I like Pam. She's always been good to me, but, and always nice to me. And I, I love be our guest podcast. And that's the other thing I do see that. And I, and I will say it like, I loved our show. I love the Mickey dudes and all. And what cracks me up is I listen to these shows all the time and I retweet their episodes. I redo all that. It cracks me up how a lot of the other shows refuse to retweet any of your stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Especially the not the Mickey dudes as much, but not they. We go back and forth. They go in spurts like we do. But I have probably retweeted Mike's stuff a gazillion times, John. We can't get one. Nope, nope, no. Nope. Yeah. No. Our only our only uh, loyalist the retweeter, and I think it's because it must be stuck on his phone. Is uh, our buddy uh, Jim? In, oh, Jim's in phenomenal. <laughs> Robbie, Robbie, Jim. We have our few, and, and like I said, yeah. the, the Mickey dudes and us—they're like a sister show to ours. They they take care of us. I miss Pat on the show, but you know they, they'll go back and forth. Like Pat always used to take care of us. If you follow me, Johnny. Yeah. But it's just—it just cracks me up. And I love Mike. Mike's supposed to come on here again. We we've been going back and forth. He mentioned about wanting to come on the show again. But it wouldn't, I wouldn't mind a little love back every once in a while. Do you, do you think that's fair, John? You give and you give and, and nobody gives back. Mm-hmm. Nope. But there's been uproar. This is the thing that uh, – and, and, I, and I hope nobody takes me wrong on this. But this is the reason why you need to make more stuff in our country and quit letting everybody else make our stuff, John. Theme costume shortage at Walt Disney World means generic substitutions will soon be at theme parks and resorts. Now, John, when we pay all these gazillion dollars, isn't the reason we're paying it is because the this didn't Walt always want the visual to be perfect? Am I wrong? You got it. Okay, what is this crap about? Like, know what this is about? This is about all the costumes being imported, and they did away with the sewing shop that. Disney used to make all their own costumes and costuming, didn't they, John? Uh, I don't remember. I mean, I, I worked here in 87. I can't remember where that costume would have been made at. Oh, God, you should have saw that hideous thing I had to wear on the monorails back then. Yeah. It was it was horrible. So. But, they, I mean, with all the means and everything that Disney has, I, I don't understand how they don't have 
their own costuming shop and make their own uniforms. I, I, it's be, it's, it's crazy. Team you cost. Know, you, you would think that uh, you would think that Doug, but uh, I don't think the military makes their own uh, uniforms. And but they're made think, in the United States. I guarantee yeah, you that. Yeah, exactly. But, but, but you would think they would have the capability to make their own. I mean, yes. You know. So. Well, I'm sure they. I'm sure the military makes their own with a company that's that's funded by somebody that's part of the military. If you get what I'm saying, you know, tax dollars going to somebody that really truly deserves it. You know how yeah. that works. But anyway, theme costumes at Walt Disney World have been short in short supply in recent weeks, with cast members in some areas wearing mismatched costumes for the area they're working. And and in my opinion, that is that we go to Disney for the the theming to be all immersive. I don't go there for cast members to have mismatched costumes, John. It's just wrong. Uh uh, for example, cast members working at the Magic Kingdom attractions have been seen wearing outdoor food service costumes as, or or even part of guest relations costumes. So I get on Pirates of the Caribbean, I sure want to see somebody that's serving food from Pecos Bills. What about you, John? Yeah, I don't. I, it, it, it says it's not the, the highly themed ones, like Pirates of the Haunted Mansion. You're not going to see a guy uh, selling or, uh, that. I hope the, not. Uniform from uh, selling hot dogs working in the Haunted Mansion. That's just not going to happen. So. It says, for example, cast members working in Magic Kingdom attractions have been seen wearing outdoor food service costumes, John. They're saying uh, that's what they're saying. They've been wearing they they don't have their own costumes right now. Yeah, but it also says priority for supplying theme costumes is being given to classic attractions with high oh, visibility that's awesome, costumes. Man. Okay, so oh, you I should did... not see the generic costume in places like Tower of Terror or Haunted Mansion. Awesome. So there you go. How long yeah. is it going to? Hopefully, it don't get that far, John. But I I don't know. I just don't understand how this is happening, <laughs> and prices keep going up. Uh, well, this is probably part of. I mean, there, there's a. It, it says it in there. It's a a giant uh, amount of people that they've hired lately. Yeah. Uh, some hard to f- sizes, and then the fact that we have how many. Uh, uh, well, what back to your point of importing everything. Uh-huh. But how many cargo ships are exactly? Off the That's what I was waiting for you to so, say. Dude, we got yeah. we got seventy cargo ships sitting off yep. this off the west coast. We got another sixty or seventy sitting off the New York coast. Yeah. And but we we refuse to make any manufacturing jobs in this country. I just don't understand it for the love of God, John. Yeah, and this is what happens when you can't make it yourself. So actually, exactly. if you're uh, if you're somebody in the United States making stuff that we typically buy from overseas, you should be uh, doing gangbusters right now. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Or, well, you probably the problem is the people that need to make these have to import the, the costumes from China. <laughs> exactly. They need the material because we we don't we don't have any fabric. Nobody makes fabric or any kind of material here anymore. It's no, it's, no it's, 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 anymore. it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, new standard costumes is a blue button-up T-shirt and black pants or shorts. Hmm. Oh, I don't know, John. That sounds like the Great Adventure costume. <laughs> May what color are they? Six Flags. Uh, actually, uh, that one I don't know. I know SeaWorld, where they wear the same costumes everywhere, which yes. is, or the same uniforms everywhere, which is is off-putting. I mean, mm-hmm. Universal is another one that does a good job of actually all their their Theming. majority of their attractions are very well themed. Yep. You know, but I was disappointed years ago, Doug, when my my trains went to uh, that costume that the same door the same ones that the outdoor vendors were wearing. It was horrible. So, yeah, I could. I mean, I, I it, get... it was a lot easier to wear around my house because I didn't look a little off-putting <laughs> but, but when i was at disney i i enjoyed wearing that engineer costume it, that's what it was supposed to be i was supposed to be an engineer on a train so absolutely it put sense. You, and it also put you in the the mindset of being that character yeah exactly i could so. just see right now me and brenda pay 150 dollars a ticket to go see hamilton or the lion king in new york city sorry guys our costumes are not in there we're going to be wearing different costumes but we're still going to do the play do you think it should be still 150 dollars to see hamilton yeah, yeah, yeah uh, i would think so yeah it's it's just stupid 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 get your crap together disney sells out maiden voyage of star wars galactic star cruiser john go figure mm. let's um, see a lot of disney lottery and star wars yeah, Disney and Star Wars fan eager to experience the upcoming Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser has already filled up the 
Holocon, Star Cruiser's maiden voyage during the early booking window, with general reservations beginning the 28th of October. Early bookings have been made by some of Walt Disney World's most affluent guests, including Golden Oak residents, Club 33 members, and how did me get, how did I get stuck in with these guys and the Disney Vacation Club members? Uh, Believe me, uh, uh, I am nowhere near Golden Oak or uh, Club 33. No, I own DVC. Uh, the two-night maiden voyage that launches on the 1st of March, 2022, sold out yesterday, October 7th, after being on sale since October 5th. Currently, all future dates remain available. Although the sellout maiden voyage is an impressive achievement, especially given its lofty price tag of around $5,200, it should be noted that the Star Cruiser is a limited capacity experience with only 100 cabins. So that's only, what, uh, $520,000? Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, it's crazy. That's only a half a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder Uh, if they're going to charge these people lightning lane for the uh, rise of the resistance on top of this, John. Yep, there you go. No, that's crazy. What? That's for one stay. And what is it? How many nights is that again, John? Three? Two or was three? it two or three? Two. I think it was two. two. Yeah, two nights. Holy moly. So every two nights, they're making $520,000. So in one, week, in one week, off the, this, a, a million five, John. That's pretty sweet. And, and, I know, and, and, and drinks, alcoholic beverages are included. <laughs> and I know I'd have to drink awful heavily if I uh, – shout out 5200 for this oh i'd have to be drunk when i got there yes <laughs> so it's crazy man yeah hey, here's some good news as a former pirate i'm happy to see this come back pirates adventure treasure of the seven seas reopened the guests at magic kingdom on october 1st the interactive hunt for secret treasures hidden throughout Adventureland and be closed since magic kingdom closed during the pandemic and did not reopen with the park in the summer of last year although the scavenger's hunt as reopened, operating hours currently remain limited to just 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. daily. That's pretty much what it always was, I think. You can get started at the Crow's Nest in Adventureland. Each of the five missions takes approximately 20 minutes to complete. Gameplay is included, of course, with your Magic Kingdom admission. Go figure. Holy moly, John. And did you see this next article? Am I reading this right? I, I, I don't even know what to say. It's unbelievable. Frontier Shooting Arcade at Magic Kingdom switches to free play? Am I reading this right, John? Free? Unbelievable. What are they doing? They're they're have to be trying to get your DNA, get people's DNA. There's some backstory here where they need they want more you people know, up here. They should make you get a a a, uh, a COVID shot to get the free play. <laughs> yeah, something like that. It's 35 shots for free play. The classic Frontier shooting arcade at the Magic Kingdom is now offering free play mode. Uh, the change began October 1st as part of the world, world's most magical celebration, but it isn't clear how long it will remain. You know what I'm shocked about, which I love this because I grew up with BB guns and all that stuff. I cannot believe that in this day of uh, everything is wrong as far as culture-wise, uh, that they still allow the shoot guns in, in the park. I, I can't, And I'm happy about it. Don't get me wrong. But aren't you shocked they still allow the you, you, the shoot guns in the park? Yeah, the uh, shooting arcade. Is, I mean, but it's a traditional frontier land type thing. So hopefully it hangs around. Yes. It's, uh, you know, it, it's definitely part, and then not only part of the Wild West, but part of uh, growing up at, at uh, the time that the yeah. Magic Kingdom was was created. So. I love this, John. Love, 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 love this. This is a good thing. Recognize how Walt Disney World cast members made your visit even more memorable by making selection below. I love the fact that you can point out certain cast members wherever they were and pinpoint them and give them a data boy on your app because it makes it even easy for the lazy idiot that won't ever call or give anybody a praise. They only call when they're mad about something. Oh, yeah. I had that this week. I had uh, in the last month I've had uh, five people tell me, uh, oh, that's great. That's great. I'm going to leave you a compliment. Not a single one of them did it. But I, I did run into the one lady who was very upset with another bus driver because she was rude to her, and she had to talk to a manager right away. So, Absolutely. <laughs> you know, you know it, it, it's it, it's easy for your mind to forget the, the great cast members and the friendly people that you run into. But, man, one person pissed you off, and it, it, it sticks with you, doesn't it? It gets oh. under your skin. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. 
They yeah, so they don't, they don't want to take the time. Certainly good. So, yeah. Yeah, it says my Disney experience has a new feature to recognize great service from Walt Disney World cast members like our good buddy John. And that's written in here, John. Uh, good. That's great to see you. To leave comments, you can access the new feature via my Disney via the Walt Disney World 50th Anniversary Destination Guide in my Disney Experience mobile app. Select a, posi- a positive statement and the location from the drop drop down menu. And some of the services to be recognized include caring for an individual need, celebrating a milestone with us, hanging with the uh, hanging. Helping me, hanging me, helping me with a unique situation, paying a special attention to my children, or going above and beyond to create happiness. Unfortunately, the system does not allow for any comments or any place to enter the name of the cast member. Also, you cannot, you can cannot specify a specific location beyond the general area and type of location, such as the Magic Kingdom dining. See that? So still well, call in. Do anything, no, no, it just says, oh, so okay, over by the tomorrow, over by Frontierland today, I was treated good. So what the? <laughs> so yeah, how many people are working over there? Gone. Yeah, five cast members could have told somebody off, and one could have been super nice, and you wouldn't know the difference between any of them. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. They should be able to get specifics in it. They know how to specifically charge your your credit card. I do know that, John. They should be able to say John from Orlando. I think that's what you know. That's what we want to hear. So, uh, rock and roller coaster, giant Stratocaster behind wraps for refurbishment. Do you think they're going to change it from Aerosmith? Uh, I don't think so. I haven't heard any rumors, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Yeah, I've heard some, but the normal ones. You know, they've been changing it to Backstreet Boys and you know <laughs> uh, Oak Ridge Boys and you know. Uh, you know, Snoop Dogg, I mean, you've heard them all, haven't you, John? Yeah, I think the last one was that pop band from Korea. Uh, what are they, the BTS or yeah. whatever? So, um, and then uh, I, I hear that one all the time, and I hear the uh, uh, one of the Facebook groups this week, uh, some woman posted, uh, my, uh, my, son, my, what, what was it? my sister-in-law was offered money by Disney. They're building a park in Texas. Oh, no, they're true. not. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and believe me, if Disney was buying property anywhere, they would be doing it undercover, just like they did here. So yeah. You're not going to know. No, absolutely not. Uh, but yeah, it's still open though, and Tower of Terror has been having longer to wait lines because one of the sides is down right now. Uh... What splash pad removed from World Showcase Bridge at Epcot? I guess that's being removed, and I don't blame them at this time of the year. Once it starts cooling down, there's no need to get the kids out in the cold. Because you know kids are going to want to go in that regardless of how warm or hot it is. Yeah, and that might also have something to do with the water lines, because that I think that was near the uh, uh, the Fountain of Nations there. And yeah. so maybe once they shut down the Fountain of Nations, they have to remove that too or something. Have you seen this boat yet, John? New cruiser boat, Trade Winds, joins the fleet at Walt Disney World. It's a beautiful boat. It's called Trade Winds, Walt Disney World. I saw that in the video we watched. Uh, the cast members had to watch for the 50th anniversary celebration, um, and they showed a little bit of it, but I haven't actually seen it out on the water yet. I don't think. I, I did see one. Yeah, I did. I, yeah, I saw that. It was uh, crossing over the water bridge one day. I saw it. So It is a beautiful-looking boat. I love it. it, it yeah, it's I, I mean, to me, I'd look forward to going on this as much as I look forward to going on Guardians of the Galaxy, to be quite honest with you. And I'm sure and I'll feel some, better once I get off. And it's got some beautiful orange and blue colors to it, you know, mm. some gator colors. So yeah. I like it. It's gorgeous. Walt Disney World has a new cruiser boat servicing the Magic Kingdom area resort hotels at the Magic and Magic Kingdom. The new boat is the first addition in the fleet in nearly 30 years. The last new boat was added, John. In 1993, I think they could use a couple new ones. The color scheme, yeah. yeah, the color scheme is distinct, bright orange, yellow, white, and teal coloring. It really looks nice and clean inside. Uh, Tradewind features new touchscreen controls for crew, crew, and updated interior design. And they have outside seating, which I absolutely love. Oh yeah, one of the best memories that me and Lisa have was the time we stayed at the Poly and taking the boat over to the Magic Kingdom and sitting up front and a little bit of the the water mist coming over you as you approach the castle. That's pretty sweet. Absolutely. 
Uh, there's a video out there if you want to watch it. It's saying uh, it, it just looks really nice. Tradewind features new touchscreens and controls, like we said. Tradewind is currently servicing Grand Floridian, the Poly, and uh, transforming guests to and from the Magic Kingdom. The route was previously serviced by one of the small launch boats. So I like this, John. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Now it'd be nice to have some new monorails on it. Absolutely. New features coming to the theme park touch points on my Disney Experience app. So that's the thing, like my pal Mickey, and I think that's going to co you know counteract with the new Magic Bands, John. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, more Magic Kingdom characters available, John. That's going to be good. Yeah, and I think eventually we're going to get back to the meet and greet at some point. So, uh, actually, as we're sitting here, I just see Mickey and Minnie coming backstage for their break, and there goes Pluto and Goofy for their their time on stage. So, oh, that is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, Disney has today announced that modified character meet and greets will be returning to Walt Disney World in November. In a post on the official Disney Parks blog, Disney said, although the environment is not right just yet for hugs and autographs, you'll soon be able to have individual time with some of your favorite characters, getting to visit them in a themed location and snap a photo or two. Since reopening from COVID, uh, character appearances have been limited to distance outdoor locations. And if you look at that picture right there, uh, Doug, with uh, Pluto and Goofy, uh, uh, Spaceship Earth, yeah, I'm, I'm right behind them looking <laughs> <laughs> right now that's that, pretty cool that is because uh, i was thinking the same thing when you were telling me that i was looking at that exact picture that's crazy <laughs> yep yep I'm, I'm sitting right <laughs> literally almost right where that picture is if if that picture is taken i'm looking at the person taking that picture <laughs> that's cool that so, is awesome all right yeah so beginning in november disney princesses will return to princess fairy tale hall in the magic kingdom hollywood studios you'll find Minnie mouse at red carpet dreams and the stars of disney jr in animation courtyard and when you stop in to see mickey mouse backstage at town square theater on main street usa you'll be sporting his all-new iridescent look designed just for the 50th anniversary celebration at Disney's Animal Kingdom next week, guests visiting in Asia can once again enjoy the music of Chakaranda and Kora Tinga Tinga returns to the streets of Harambe in Africa. The Tam Tam drummers will come back to Africa in early November. Uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, young, slightly drunk uh, girl, women that will be happy about that. <laughs> oh, well, I, I never walk by them, them guys without seeing about uh, 10, <laughs> 10, 10 slightly buzzed young ladies dancing. Uh, live entertainment is returning. When I was younger, I used to have that problem myself all <laughs> the time. I bet you did. Yeah. Uh, live entertainment is returning to the boardwalk, and Yeehaw Bob is back at Disney Springs. Yeehaw Bob. I love it. He... From Octo October 14th. Yeah, because uh, there was no... all kind of things going on with him. I'm glad everything was straight now. We got our Bob back at the, yeah, at the, um, at the Riverside. Yeah, I am too. Uh, November 7th marks the return to Disney Movie Magic, the cinematic nighttime experience at Hollywood Studios, celebrating Disney's live-action film legacy. And when the projection show resumes, it will feature a new sequence from Disney's Mulan. Finally, on the 19th of December, we'll see a return of Doug's favorite show, Indiana Jones Epic Spectacular. And again, that's a one-time... I don't hate it. It just... I, I would... I don't know. I mean, how many people even know about Indiana Jones? It's interesting you, you bring that up because one of your favorite attractions that they're getting rid of is uh, uh, Br'er Rabbit and Splash Mountain, Song yeah. of the South. How many people have actually ever watched Song of the South? I, I hear you. I hear you. It's just the difference between the two. I guess you could say that for that one, too, because uh, that has been there since the opening, too. So I can't even make that argument. It, more nostalgia for me with Splash. You know, I like yeah. it. Yeah, it's certainly not because it's I, I movie. Just, I don't. If I, they, I can't even find a movie. I've looked for it, but it's, it's well, you impossible can't. to find it. It's, it's, yeah. it's horrific, supposedly, so you can't. Anyway, uh, you know, it's worse than watching soldiers on the news getting hurt. You know, any of that stuff. It's too dangerous. But anyway, the, uh, the thing that I have the problem with Splash is I hope to God they don't do the Frozen on it. Because I think Frozen's a decent ride, but they didn't. Frozen didn't get done the way it should have been done. It was done the way they had to do it. You understand what I'm saying, John? Because they had to retrofit yeah. it into existing ride. I yeah, hope they, when, I they, hope they do it right. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I hope so too. I mean, there there are certain attractions that that they've redone in the same theater that that have turned out pretty well, and then there's other one or in the same area that have turned out well, and then other ones uh, 
Stitch's Great Escape, for example, uh, that just never have taken off right. So, you know. No. I, I hope that they're going to do The Princess and the Frog, which is a great movie. I have no... I, um, I, I have no ill will. I like it. Love it. But I don't want to see them just put minimal amount of electro, uh, electronics in there, animatronics in there, just to get you through it, if you understand what I'm saying. Because I, I could see them going on the easy side on that. If they're going to do it, I think it should be every bit as good as Splash. Like, the entertainment animatronics should be as many as there is in that, because that's what makes that ride. The best part of that ride isn't the drop. It's driving through and seeing all the animatronics. Can we agree on that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I want to see Louie. I mean, yes. uh, I love the alligator in that, obviously. So I want to see the sax or the uh, is he play a clarinet or a saxophone? I can't remember the jazz uh, yes. alligator. That's yeah. what I want to see. So you're 100 percent right. So do it right. And I'll be OK with it. Disney tip boards coming to digital tip boards coming to Epcot, which I think I'm glad about that because they did need more because it was hard to find them. You know what I'm saying, John? Yeah, this is something that they've had before, and then they get rid of them, and then they bring them back, and then now they're back again. So, yeah, it's a, it's a great idea because, uh, you know, you want people to use your phone. You don't want to use people to use your phone. And, and if you don't happen to be on your phone, you can look at this and get an idea of where to head for uh, maybe a lot, little bit less of an attraction so, or a wait time anyway. And then you have the Morocco Pavilion, another Morocco Pavilion's Sak al Maghreb closed for refurbishment. Is that how you say it? Sak al Maghreb. Yeah, that looks. That's what it looks like, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Moroccan Pavilion has closed for an interior refurbishment located in the promenade alongside Spice Road tables. Sak al Maghreb sells gifts and Morocco and, and Morocco, including Aladdin-themed items. No word yet on the changes will be made, but Disney has been making changes throughout the Morocco Pavilion since taking over operations from the original third-party operator. So, I would know what I would like to see them put there, John. I'd like to see them maybe. I would like Spice Road tables to grab it and maybe uh, put some like uh, the fish and chips over it. down at uh, England. I would like to see them put maybe uh, you can grab some small dishes from there or something. Yeah, how about an, uh, uh, a hero stand, some uh, gyros, and some kebabs? Yes. That would work for me, and maybe uh, Doug's hummus fries. Yes. that Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, grab some spicy yeah. garlic shrimp and, and some hummus fries to go. I'd be in heaven. Yeah, that, would, that wouldn't be bad at all. No, so hopefully they do something like that. And what would it cost them? You know what I mean? Nothing. Yeah, the they have a million. There. Yeah, they, they have, have a, a million. There, so. yep. Yeah, they have a million booths already so but anywho john my did you see my nittany lions lost their starting quarterback they were winning that game and he got knocked out of the game i i saw that and i saw uh both your nittany lions my gators last week and the buccaneers on sunday apparently all of these teams forgot how to play in away stadiums and the amount of false starts by the offensive line on all three of those teams is just embarrassing uh, yeah. it, 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 it's a crying shame that uh, crowds can affect that much and you forget how to freaking uh, hold your patience and snap the ball at the right time. So uh, All three of those. Uh, it was just sloppy, sloppy play. So. Uh, it's horrible. Uh, new tumblers over at Norway. I do love this, John, before I cut, let us go because my birds are getting ready to play and you got to go back to work. What time do you got to be off? Now? Uh, I got about, yeah, I got a couple minutes here. Oh, John, new pumpkin spice lattes, shake, perfectly flavored, buddy. Can you believe they got pumpkin spice out? But you I know what? You can have pumpkin spice out. It's finally fall at Disney. Uh, there you go. So, but uh, there's a bunch of new Halloween treats and cakes. And see, that's why I go to Disney for all the food, dude. And I'm that disappointed because we took mom down to see Engelbert Humperdinck last night. We were at Harris Casino. And I paid nine dollars a beer for Coors Light, John. So, and, and and again with uh with what you're talking about transporting things and things being down, they didn't have half the beers in the in the casino they needed because they can't get them. Is that crazy or what? We have a thing around here where you're only allowed to buy two bottles of wine in the city. Yeah, that, I. I, I the, your your liquor laws and uh, alcohol laws up in uh, Pennsylvania specifically, they, they astounded me when I got up there. Mm-hmm. I used to go into 7-Eleven and get me a 12-pack of beer, and all of a sudden you have to go to a... You, a state it store. Make any, you have to go to a, a bar <laughs> to buy 
beer to take home. What? Yeah, and to uh, buy liquor, you have to go to a state store. Yeah, it was such a freaking rigmarole. And then you get to places like Tennessee, and they have Jack Daniels behind the 7-Eleven counter. So, <laughs> you know, but... Uh, speaking of alcohol, one last thing. Rosen Crown Pub, the exterior is repainted. It looks absolutely gorgeous. Like it ain't nothing like a fresh coat of paint. They really didn't change much, but it looks absolutely gorgeous. So. Oh, speaking of th- speaking of that, I only had a bowl of cereal for breakfast this morning, and I had to do the backstage uh, uh, driving for Epcot all morning. So every time I'd stop the door, I'd just get a whiff of the uh, food kiosk or the food wine festival, the grilling meats blowing. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So, yeah, and, and then you get over to International Gateway and you'd smell the fish and chips. So, yeah, yeah a little frustrating. <laughs> we got to get you some food, John. Did you get to see uh, Saints yet? Yes, I did. Thoughts? It was good. Uh, Do you agree with what was, I said about it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was still good, but it, it's certainly no Godfather or Goodfellas. No. Um, and I did, and I didn't like it as much as I liked The Sopranos. I thought some of the some of the actors that portrayed the younger uh, versions of uh, our favorite characters from Sopranos did a good job, and then I thought a couple of them didn't quite match it. Um, I thought uh, the the woman that played Tony's mom did the best job. She was phenomenal. Yeah. I think she did the closest to the actress from the Sopranos. Um, she had a lot of the, the same, uh, accents and, uh, uh, tones in her voice. And, uh, um, but the other guys I thought was a little over the top. Yes. Know? Yes. I yeah, think what's so. his face. The one from, uh, from Goodfellas was way, Ray Liotta was way over the top. Yeah. So He was acting you know. to act. I thought, yeah, yeah. So. But it was good. I, I was just disappointed that it didn't tell. I was expecting to know. The only way you got to know Tony was through the people that was in his life, basically. But they didn't show you much of his life. Yeah, and I was hoping to see more. I mean, they showed Parmella for literally 30 seconds. seconds. Yeah. Yeah, so I was disappointed with that. I wanted to see, I want actually, and maybe, you know, they said this is a, a Soprano story. So I'm hoping it does well and that they do another one where we can actually see uh, maybe Tony and Carmelo start dating. And then Tony, yes. Tony, Tony, you know, Tony and the other Tony and Jackie, because um, uh, they didn't even show that card game. You know, the no. card game they were supposed to hold up and 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 all that. And so and I really thought they would show that Yeah. because that was one of the most that was uh, a big deal in several of the episodes of The Sopranos. But I, I don't know what I did like is they showed it where. uh uh, Tony's dad fired the gun through uh, his uh, his mom's hairdo. Yeah, so I thought that, that was, was funny. funny. That was hysterical. Yeah. And the other thing was, is my wife's favorite part was the last scene when uh, the Tony, you finally see Tony and his uncle, what made him who he is with that last handshake. You know what I'm talking about? The pinky swear? Yeah. Yep. That yep. was the most yep. poignant part of the whole show <laughs> to us. It was I, it. I don't know. And, and honestly, uh, James Gandolfini's son, he... I, I hate to say it, but he looks too sweet to be Tony Soprano. <laughs> he looks like a nice kid. Absolutely. <laughs> know who he reminded me of? Don't, no, and don't take this the wrong way. Your son, JJ. Yes, that's what I kept thinking. Yes, <laughs> I, I hope you don't take it the wrong way because your your son was so sweet. He's yeah. he's his sweet kid. I, and that uh, he was nicer than I expected him to be. If you understand what I'm saying, he's yeah. a very d- gentle kid. Is what your son is. Y- yeah. Yeah, and that's that's the way that uh, Gandolfini's son looks it looks to be, yes. and, and I, just, I couldn't see him. And, and Tony Being tough is, guy. Yes, and he, like, he's definitely an emotional family guy at the same time. But you know, but yeah, he can turn it on literally in no no time at all. And I just didn't get that feeling out of uh, uh, Gandolfini's son. So. No, the thing is, when I see and and I like the kid, and I think he did the he did good. He did the best he could with what he had. Yeah. But well, it, it what, he, like him, so. what he reminded but, me of is like you ever and I don't don't take this wrong. I done construction my whole life. I got a grip that it's like a vice. You understand? I got a strong mercy. I've broken fingers because I, I use my hands all day. And I feel when I you ever shake somebody's hand, it's like a pillow. John, <laughs> that's what I was expecting when I shook his yes. when I shake the son's hand like I could. Like it would blow into sawdust when I <laughs> squeezed it, if you follow him. <laughs> they don't even know how to grip with a hand, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. And that's what i seen with him. He didn't remind me of a tough guy at all. But, no, no, he didn't. He didn't seem to be a, uh, a hard, hard ass. So. No. <laughs> but, and the Black Widow is available now on Disney Plus, John. You should download it. 
Oh, you know what I'm going to watch? Make sure I watch this week is the uh, Muppets Haunted uh, Mansion one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get Brenda to watch out with me. Yeah. So, yeah, she might have to. I know you don't like scary movies, so she might yeah. have to sit with you and hold your hand. Yes, that one I do like. If that's the only thing I ever liked about scary movies is getting a girl to cuddle up next to you. That's the only reason I liked it. <laughs> I took Brenda to a couple we first started dating for that reason. I paid more attention to her than the movie. So, yeah. Yeah. our first I movie, believe it, first date, Silence of the Lambs. So that needs explains it all, don't it? No, that's not even a horror movie. That's a psychological thriller. I love that movie. That's a great movie. To me, that's a horror movie. Really? Yeah. It was. It, he, he creeped me out, dude. But, I, I guess in a certain way, but it's, yes. it's, it, it's just a really good movie at the yeah. same time. So. But, anywho, I'll let you go eat. All right. Sounds good. Everybody, please be kind to one another. And, John, you be kind to all your guests down there so you can get plenty of reviews. How's that sound? I, I try my best, Doug. I try my best. Even though they they won't do it. Only if you're mean, John. But anyway, yeah, exactly. everybody, everybody be kind to one another. Have a blessed and wonderful week, and we'll talk to you real soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye-bye, folks. Come see me on the buses. And leave us a review over on iTunes. Bye-bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.